Before we begin today's podcast, we would like to acknowledge that we are recording on stolen and unceded Gadigal land here in Eora, Sydney. How are you? Hello, I'm good. How are you, Tegan? Good. Welcome back to That's Hot, our podcast. <laughs> As you can tell, we are still, we're just so good at this intro. We definitely know what we're doing. 100% expert podcasters already. <laughs> I think we'll get there. We do spend a good five minutes every time we record stressing about how to start this thing, but I guess we've started. <laughs> so what's new with you, Tegan? What's been happening? Um, new with me, not much. Um, I am very excited. I'm heading to Coffs Harbour this weekend uh, just to see my family. I haven't been up to visit for a little while, maybe since Easter. So excited to get up there, sit in the sun, you know. Love. Love it. What about you? What's new? I just got back from Europe, so I'm sort of mm. re-acclimatizing to having to work and mm-hmm. fun things like that, which, you know, mm-hmm. I'm really taking an approach of easing back in, you know, rather than mm. going too hard in week one is what I'm telling myself. Um, oh. But it is actually lovely to be back. Um, great to be back. Nice. Know, oh, I mean, you can't, you can't tire yourself out after your, your long vacay. No, no, exactly. No, got to just keep the Zen vibes, Zen vibes going. So (laughs) Um, it's good to be back. It's good to be back recording. Very excited. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I also know what is new with us. We were nominated for a Banksier Award. We did have something actually happen in our lives related to this show and Project Planet. We We did. I know we sadly didn't win. We think it was rigged, fine, whatever. (laughs) Counted votes. It was stolen. Um, It's finally the only valid outcome is a win um but no it was an amazing night it was yes. super exciting um yes. to see all the other finalists hear all about yeah. all the incredible incredible work um I think it was I don't know about you I felt like it was such great inspiration to be around mm. um such yeah such incredible cool people. people doing cool things we exactly. love cool people doing cool things yeah it's trying to make the like world a little bit better getting exposed to other people and businesses and whoever else that are doing cool climate things so it's yeah. nice to go to events like that yeah. Anyways, anyway, yeah, so, let's kick this off. What are we chatting about today? Very exciting stuff. Well, I think it is. I don't think a lot of people would think it would be exciting, but we're going to be talking about the federal budget. So let's get into it. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's hot. That's so hot. Lizzie? What are your initial thoughts on the federal budget, Labor's first budget? My initial initial thoughts are that I have been paying not a huge amount of attention to the news Mm -hmm. and I have very little thoughts and that's why I'm here. That's why I'm here and I'm ready for you to explain to me what my thoughts should and could be. But no, I feel like we saw from the little bits of news that I have picked up, Mm -hmm. I feel like we're seeing a bit of a eh kind of what we expected nothing Mm. super dramatic Mm -hmm. nothing super amazing maybe nothing super bad I don't know Mm. I'm keen to hear more about it I'm very keen I haven't seen a huge amount of chat about climate and what's in it so very keen to dig into that cool okay so I want to start us off playing a little game so I'm gonna ask you a few quick little questions are you ready not study maybe yeah did you study Clearly not. When was the last federal budget? So the coalition's <sighs> final budget? 
Okay, so I know the election was in May. I said mm-hmm. I know. I'm actually not confident now. I think it was in May. And I reckon there was a budget at the start of this year, just uh-huh. before it, because uh-huh. they were all like, you get this, you get that. Yep. So I guess like, I don't even know when it is now, like uh, seven, eight, nine months ago, something like that, start of this year. Okay, so you do know too much because it was seven months ago. Very good guess on your part. I did part. give three guesses, which feels like it covered quite a voice span, <laughs> but I'll take it. Thank you. Yes, one one. <laughs> okay, cool. One point for you. My second question is, how many times was the phrase climate change mentioned in the federal budget? Are we talking like in the speech or are we talking in the budget papers? In the budget papers. Ooh, I'm going to be honest, I've never read the full budget papers. I have no idea how long they are. I suspect long. And I want to hope it's in there a lot. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know about you guys. I actually don't usually read that sometimes. Just some light reading. Maybe like 60 times. Is that kind of what we're talking? You know, it would, that would be a good guess normally, but luckily we have a a government that's a bit more invested in climate change. So it was actually mentioned 220 times. I mean, I still feel like I need a sense of how long this thing is to really know that. <laughs> that's a lot, but it seems like a lot. It certainly feels like I'm that sure a lot like more a lot. than the previous government. Yeah, yeah. Okay, thank you for that. Yeah. yeah, cool. My final question is, how much money from the coalition budget that was handed down seven months ago was redirected into new projects for this budget? Oh, okay. So this is like how much of the SCOMO money they're like, mm, no, nah, we're taking that. We're putting it somewhere else. Exactly. They've decided that was stupid. Why would they put money there? Let's so how many, it into how many car different... parks? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe like, I, I don't even know. I feel like budgets, like, are we talking billions? Are we talking millions? Let's just go at like 500 million, something like that. Good guess. And look, when you're talking millions, it doesn't seem too far off. It's it's money that I can't even comprehend. But it was $750 million that was redirected. Fair bit, but not yeah. as much as Harvey Norman claimed in JobKeeper or no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, cool. Quiz over. What did you think about the quiz? <laughs> Loved a quiz. I love an interactive format. Yeah. Tell me more about the actual budget, though. Clearly, I need okay, to learn cool. some things. Yeah, so your initial thoughts were correct. It is very typical of, a, like, it's what was expected of a Labor budget, especially within the current economic, I guess, system that we've found ourselves in at the moment. We're kind of at the brink of a recession is what people are saying. So obviously there wasn't a lot of money to really push the boundaries. They're trying to reduce cost of living where possible and also, I guess, slow down inflation at the same time. So in terms of the cost of living stuff, they are addressing this by focusing on a few policies, which is a really, really great. So cheaper childcare, the expansion of paid parental leave, cheaper medicine, more affordable housing, and they're doing things to stimulate wage growth as well. Amazing. So basically trying to make things cheaper and trying to give us more money, which feels like what we need. Exactly, exactly. So hopefully we start seeing, I guess, the the world become a little bit cheaper for us all, but we'll have to wait and see. I will not be holding my breath. (laughs) I will go back to my chickpeas for every meal. Exactly. We were just chatting before we went on. I was saying I am sort of a like 
as vegetarian as I can be. I do eat meat every now and then. Yeah. But at the moment, I'm very vegetarian because um, it's just way cheaper. Yeah. Cheaper. So if you need, you know what? Whatever your motivation is, you got to take the motivation wherever it comes and exactly. have budget. Exactly. Personal budget. How many one. things can we make out of tofu? Several. <laughs> so yeah, there's a few well-being sort of initiatives that are scattered throughout the budget. There was a lot of talk about it being a well-being budget. I, I mean, I'm not an economist, but I would say that they're definitely taking their first steps to broadening the conversation on well-being matters. And it'll be really interesting to see the next budget, which I actually think is it's soon, isn't it? It's like it's six months year. away or something. Yeah. yeah. So they'll probably start introducing more and more of those sort of well-being policies, like to make our lives better, basically. Yeah. Okay. This is, however, a climate podcast. It is. I believe. It we is. We love, I mean, let's be real. Inflation is all everyone talks about <laughs> at the moment. So it makes sense that that's a big focus. But yes, tell me, I know you will have figured this out. This is almost like the point of what we do. What's in the budget <laughs> for the climate? <laughs> Great question, Lizzie. So like I mentioned, climate change was mentioned 220 times in the budget, which is really quite exciting because it's showing that our government is focusing on addressing climate change. They're talking about the costs of inaction a lot more, which is really, really interesting. This seems like a logical thing for a budget to talk about or for a government for that matter to talk about. But I guess in the Australian political environment, we haven't necessarily always had a government that has been very focused on climate change. So it is really exciting that it's being mentioned so many times. It's really cool as well. They're actually starting to live track the impact that natural disasters has on GDP. So they've been doing this for the Queensland floods and I can't actually remember the number off the top of my head, but it's like, it's a lot of money that the Queensland floods, the impact that it's having on GDP. And this is from a city, well, uh, like the, the floods really, really badly affected Brisbane and surrounding areas. But like, I mean, if it's impacting GDP that much in Brisbane, imagine what's going to happen when floods like that go through Sydney or go through Melbourne. It's really quite crazy, but yeah, they're, they're live tracking those sort of events now. And something that's really exciting that I think is really exciting is that they're weaving climate change into numerous different government departments rather than just piling it all into the matter of the climate change department. So for example, they're looking at the health impacts of climate change, and that's something that the health department will look at. And there's actually even units within the prime minister's department that are tracking our country's process, our progress, sorry, on reaching net zero. Incredible. Okay. Yeah. It's cool. so like, yeah, especially the cost of inaction. I mean, it's so easy mm. to talk about how much we spend, right? But, you know, mm -hmm. we all have seen it you know, it's pretty expensive to mm. rebuild your home after mm. a flood or a bushfire. And, exactly. You know, we all had that little iceberg lettuce situation and things like that <laughs> this year. Like it's super, it's, I think it shifts massively the way we start to think about things when we're tracking that. So I think, yeah. you know, it seems maybe little, but I think that's a really big shift. Very, very good to see. Yeah, exactly. You said there's some spending, you said there's some things in different departments. What exactly mm -hmm. are we talking about? Where's, where's the money at? Yes. Okay. So... There's, like I said before, I can't even really fathom the amount of money that it, that we're talking about here. So I'm just like 
throwing numbers around being like, oh yeah, just like a million there, a billion there. It's actually crazy to think of that, but there's- So it's probably good that we are not currently running the country. <laughs> We'd be like, this is crazy. Like, <laughs> are we sure we want to spend that? <laughs> think about how many X, Y, Z I could buy for this. <laughs> but like dumb things. <laughs> yeah, no, exactly. Just how much tofu can I buy for a billion dollars? <laughs> you can have so many serves of protein. Oh my gosh, incredible. <laughs> Okay, so money. There is $20 billion that is being put aside to fund projects that upgrade Australia's energy grid to support the uptake of renewables. So this is all to do with the Labor's rewiring the nation policy. I think you might remember it from their election campaign. That's basically the climate policy that they took to the election. And that they won with. So yeah, that's just updating infrastructure to make sure that we're ready for the ever growing uptake of renewables that are entering our energy system. There are tax cuts for electric vehicle purchases, which is really great to see. There is $327 million to help people access solar power when they can't install solar themselves. So that helps the people that are living in apartments or that are renting properties, which is really great. We definitely don't see a lot of initiatives for those sorts of people very often. Those sort of people being us, being um, us exactly. just in case anybody listening to the pod is like, wow, these girls sound like put together homeowners. <laughs> we are obviously not. No, 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 no. We're renting forever. There's a lot of money being put aside for projects that are protecting the environment. So there's money for the Great Barrier Reef. There's a lot of money that was already promised pre-election, but there are a lot of initiatives for the reef, which is really incredible. There's $225 million for programs to protect native species. I think it's important to note. So the first time, for the first time ever, our federal government recently announced a net zero extinctions target for the country. So that covers plants and animals, and it forms a 10-year plan that is hoping to improve the trajectory of 110 species of plants and animals, which is really cool. That is really cool. There is, interestingly, money for carbon capture programs. I don't know what your thoughts are on carbon capture. (laughs) It's obviously, I mean... There's a lot of talk about carbon capture and storage programs, but they have said that the money is specifically aimed at industries like cement manufacturing. It is one of those tricky ones, right? We've got industries that we are going to have to develop technologies for because we don't really have ways of producing materials, right? But, you know, I think we've all, maybe not all, maybe we are making assumptions. There Mm -hmm. has also been, you know, certainly talk that particularly fossil fuel companies are using carbon capture as an excuse mm. to keep polluting. So, you know, it's one of those things you see the word and you're just always a little bit like, let's just dig into that. So yeah. we'll have to maybe, you know, get back to you with a full deep yeah. assessment of that. We'll exactly. chat about that in a future pod, I am sure. Exactly. There's money for disaster relief funding, which obviously we will be needing considering the number of climate-induced natural disasters we have been seeing in recent years. So that's money for recruiting new volunteers, money for to improve the availability of insurance in disaster-prone areas. There's money for disaster prevention programs, so like flood levies and evacuation centres in high-risk areas. And then the government thinks that they'll be spending $7.4 billion over the next few years on response and recovery. So it's really, really important 
important that they're funneling money into this disaster relief funding sector. This is okay. Can we just pause on this for a moment? $7.4 yeah. Now, I know mm. we are sort of like maybe not amazing at figuring this out, but mm-hmm. can you give me, so, so how much are we spending, for example, on, like how much are we spending on the reef to try and like mm. look after that? Mm-hmm. Great question. Yeah, so the reef, there is $1.4 billion in total for protecting the environment and there's $204 million for the reef. Okay, so that feels like a big job, the Great Barrier Reef, but then mm. we're saying $200 million times I can't do the maths, but a lot <laughs> to get you to seven point four billion. Like, yeah, it's pretty insane that we're now mm. having to put that money aside because we know that the country is going to be on fire. Mm. And I think, like, it's good in a way that this is being called out. But you know, it. I mean, everything sort of highlights how important it is that we work hard to make sure these disasters don't kind of get exponentially worse over our lifetime. But yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's why it's so important that they're actually doing these sort of modelings and predictions of the cost of inaction because the, now they know exactly how much money they need or they expect to be spending. <laughs> so say, I when... guess not exactly. Nothing is exactly, yeah. but yeah. <laughs> you're not, you're right. I get what you mean. But yeah, they they just, they need to know these things. They need to constantly be doing mm. research on the expectations of the costs of these natural disasters. So there's a lot of money that will be going into that over the next few years. Which is sad, but necessary. Yeah, not exciting spending, but I guess, yeah, is the reality where we are. All right. So that was some pretty good stuff. We've got some good things. We've got election promises. We've got nothing super surprising. I'm going to guess there's some like less hot stuff in here. What are we Mm. What are we dealing with? Yeah. So there's a few not so hot things in the budget. We'll, We'll keep the list short and we'll keep it to three. So the first thing that's not very hot is the money that's put aside for fossil fuel subsidies. Okay, how much are we talking? Oh, okay. $40 billion. What? Yeah. Like, sorry, Mm. excuse me? Mm. $40 Mm -hmm. So we're like, okay, we're going to have to spend $7.4 billion, an insane amount, Mm. to fix these problems. But meanwhile, we will give $40. Did I hear that right? Can you just, oh my God. Yeah, 40. And especially considering that, 20 billion is being put aside to fund projects that upgrade Australia's energy grid. So that's double the amount of money that's going into fossil fuel subsidies. It all sounds good. Like you say, the numbers are like, oh, we're spending on this, spending on that. And then at the mm. end of the day, right? I mean, I think this was, was it a Julia Gillard quote, somebody it's like budgets yeah. are about priorities and you yeah. show what you care about by the priorities. Mm. That's disappointing. Definitely. Yeah. It's definitely disappointing, but unfortunately, not I suppose it's also one of those things that's rolled over, right? Like it's one of those yeah. things where it's like it just keeps coming. Yeah. So somehow yeah. we just need to take that back. Yeah, exactly. Or just end it all at once. I think they'll be fine. <laughs> My sympathy for fossil fuel companies is Cut low. Them off. Yeah, bye. <laughs> okay. The second thing that is not so hot is the expectations of electricity prices over the next few years. So mm-hmm. like I mentioned, they've been doing some modeling throughout the process of putting this budget together and they have found that electricity prices are ex- predicted to go up 20% in the next year. Sorry, 20% this year. We only have two months left and 30% in the next year, which is really, really terrifying and obviously not something that people want to hear right now considering it's already so expensive. Right. And I'm guessing this is one of these panic 
go back mm. to fossil fuel moments. Is that kind of the vibe we're getting maybe yeah. from this? Yeah, you expect, so. Which, again, as we will always say, which mm-hmm. is kind of stupid given that renewables are cheaper. Not saying mm-hmm. there's not things we need to still fix, but again, mm. it feels dumb. Mm-hmm. I know, I know. Yeah. Okay, and the third thing that is not so hot would be stage three tax cuts that are going to cost $250 billion over the next 10 years and that kick in in the next financial year. I love that I started by being freaking out that $7.4 billion was a lot of money and then you just said $250 billion <laughs> to me. I know. I mean, it is well, not that we need to justify it. It is over the next 10 years, but it's a lot of money. So the Guardian have, have actually created this budget calculator, which is really cool. It's interactive. You can basically pretend that you are the treasurer and spend the money however you like. Every child's dream. Exactly treasure for a day (laughs) but yeah you can look at what policies you could fund and you can look at what policies you want to abolish and figure out the spending around that and one of our volunteers at Project Planet Mitch he used the tool and found that if you completely get rid of these tax cuts which will again are costing the government 250 billion dollars over the next 10 years we could add dental and psychology to Medicare We could electrify homes, all homes, saving people $40 billion a year in electricity bills. We can reintroduce the fuel excise over the next 10 years so that petrol will be cheaper for everyone in the country. We could make uni free for all domestic students. We could improve pharma supply chains and we would still have enough money to build social housing to meet the entire demand of social housing in this country. The question is... (laughs) Do we basically make Australia like fucking sick? I don't know if we need language warnings on this pod. <laughs> or we can give $250 billion to yeah. people making over $180,000 a year. That's the trade off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm probably not going to take a scientist to figure out what side to take an eye on of that particular debate. Uh, yes, that's what's not hot. And it is very much not hot. <laughs> the least, like a real ick. Oh, a real ick. Yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. Okay, Lizzie, after all of that, I'm going to ask you again, what do you think of the budget? I'm going to be honest, probably similar. Like it's like got some good things. Uh It's got some really annoying things. Mm. Net effect is like, Mm. okay, Uh you know? Yeah. I'm not going to probably think about it a huge amount more beyond this. Mm. I think it'll be really interesting to see what comes out of the budget in six months time. I think it is good. I think, you know, and I, I, I don't want to sort of like falsely give credit. I think mm. Labor needs to push a lot, a lot harder on some of these things. Mm-hmm. You know, I obviously understand with the tax cuts in particular, there's election promise and things to balance mm. that does make it tricky. But, you know, I think particularly around some of the fossil fuel subsidies and yeah. money for gas and exploration mm. and things like that, it's, you know, it's it's obviously disappointing and I want to say pushing harder, but it's also, you know, it's about momentum. And I think you see some, it's like a big shift to kind of turn. I think both Labor's like politically really scared, right? Like they won this election, they want to deliver on promises because there's such low trust kind of in government in general. You see that around the world. I'm sure Mm. they they don't want to sort of, you know, win based on what they've taken into the election and do something else. I do Mm. have some sympathy for that, but And I think it's good. You're just starting to see maybe the beginnings of the boat turning. Obviously the problem is, you know, we saw a you know, a report out, I can't remember when it was, maybe mm. today or yesterday or something, that, you know, we're currently on track for 2.8 degrees of warming. Mm. And it kind of 
global warming doesn't really care about our like domestic politics yeah she's always kind of like yeah I guess the challenge Mm. in all of this but yeah you know what yeah net effect still just like a Eh, budget (laughs) so I also want to link all of this back to the sustainable development goals and just say that we in this podcast have been talking a lot about the climate spending within the budget so we're showing that it's really tailored towards that sustainable development goal number 13 which is climate action but I want to note that there was a lot proposed in the budget that covers quite a lot of the sustainable development goals which I think is really really great to see so it covers the STG of reduced inequalities of sustainable cities gender equality good health these are all of those sort of well-being measures that I mentioned a bit earlier and they're starting to be taken into account which is really really great to see as the budget sort of aligns more closely with the sustainable development goals which is what all of the united nations countries are sort of aiming towards it's Love cool stuff that. cool stuff really <laughs> much to say except that's hot <laughs> that's hot that's hot that's hot that's hot that's hot that's hot that's so hot so action item lizzie what do we want everyone to do this week Well, as we've mentioned in our first two podcasts, which I assume everybody has listened to already, at the end of each week, we're going to give you an action item, something hot you can do, implement or change that will have an impact on the climate and making our world both hotter and less hot in the same in the same time today we'd love everybody to go and be a treasurer for the day jump on on the guardian we'll pop a link in the show notes and on our social media you can play around decide where you would like to spend the stage three tax cuts yeah once you've done that get your friends to do it pass it around tell everyone to do it because you know it's one of those things it's going to be an issue in upcoming budgets it's sort of the government doesn't kind of have to make a full decision on it yet, mm. but they haven't chosen to take it out of the budget yet. Yep. And they are hesitant to. Mm-hmm. And the more that we can basically increase support for taking the tax cuts out, mm-hmm. the better, because then they might be able to do a bit of a pivot and that money can go to some of those excellent, excellent things that Tegan mentioned before. So yeah. jump on, become treasurer for a day. Exactly. Get ready to do Jim Chalmers' job. It'll be great. We love it. And that's us for today, I think. I really hope everyone learned a few things about the budget. And if anyone has any specific questions about anything, DM us. We love to chat. So always happy to answer questions or pass you on to resources that we found that can help you with those. And I really hope you're enjoying the podcast so far. Yeah. <laughs> we are new to the world. Yeah. Obviously, Baby Pod would love it. If you enjoyed this, Share it with your friends and family. Post about it on your socials. Honestly, we love you all. You're great. Thank you. Much love. (laughs) (laughs) I'll chat to you next week. Bye.